Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. All right, on today's episode of Too Fit to Be Tied, we are talking about vulnerability. Wow. That's pretty how how are we gonna make this how are we gonna make this entertaining? We don't have to always be entertaining. I don't okay. think the audience expects us to be entertaining, do you? Well, well that's good. We can just kinda Yeah, we're just gonna we like kinda, shoot the shit today. Okay. All right. About Let's, vulnerability. Of what? <laughs> what? Don't make me Vulnerability. Okay, so you want to get you want to know what Google says the definition is? All right, let's hear it. It's the official definition: capable of or susceptible to being wounded or hurt, as by a weapon, a vulnerable part of the body, open to moral attack, criticism, temptation, etc. And and how does that translate to emotional health? Well, I think you have to be vulnerable in order to have an emotional, healthy relationship. Emotionally healthy relationship, don't you think? You can't, th- ha- you can't be emotionally healthy if you're not vulnerable. Oh, I, I, would, say that's, I would say that's true. Okay, I agree. Um, we're on the same page. Yeah. For once. I, I, was, I, I was afraid of getting fired. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always on the edge here. Why do I always have the control in our relationship? I don't know. I, that's something I need to work on. I know it is. I don't know. I, you need maybe, to be more. Maybe I, I don't know. Who needs I mean, to be more vulnerable? Maybe it's me. You, yeah, you need to be more vulnerable. And See, I maybe I might need. You know a, what? I might have need a you therapist. ever been in a relationship where you just want the control? Have you always been vulnerable in every relationship? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely, absolutely not. No. I think vulnerability is is something pretty new for me. Okay, okay. So tell me and your the pre Jerome, pre toxic ties Jerome, and the okay. post toxic ties Jerome. What was your before vulnerability like, and what is your after? Like, let's start on a scale of one to ten. One being like no zero, being not vulnerable at all. And I can't even say vulnerable. Vulnerable at all. Ten being the most vulnerable. Where where were you pre? Let's just say when you were married. I would say probably four or five. That's it? Yeah. Did she know your deepest, darkest, like, fears? No. Okay. I I think, and, and for two reasons. One, I was sort of brought up that way where, okay. you know, and, and as, as a man, I mean, there's, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that you're taught is don't be weak. Okay. You know, so don't, don't be weak. Don't, you know, don't show weakness. And. Were you allowed to cry? As a. Young adult. There's a, let's say there's a funeral. Mm -hmm. Are you allowed to cry? Crying at funerals, probably okay. Okay. Crying because. Your feelings Your feelings are are hurt. Not okay. Not okay. Not okay. How about for your sisters? Or your sister? 
Um, that okay? That's okay. Really? Yeah. yeah. So because you're a man, not okay. Be- because I'm a man, not okay. Now, some of this is not, you know, my parents saying, how dare you cry? Yeah. It's just sort of implied. Okay. You know, that you need to be strong. You can't, you know, you can't be uh, vulnerable. So as a result of that, for me, I walked around being, I mean, I can talk to anybody about most anything, but I wouldn't share, you know, deeper, you know, thoughts and feelings and hurts and, and sorrows and that sort of thing. Okay. Because to me, that let you in on where my weaknesses are. It's only been... Do you feel like your ex-wife at the time when you were married was vulnerable? Yes. So So she was the one that got to be vulnerable, but you weren't. She could be vulnerable because she was sort of brought up that way. And she also sort of had this idea where she didn't like weakness, which she would term weakness. Oh, okay. So she wanted to be the vulnerable one, but she needed a rock. Right. She, you had to be the rock. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And, I think it's very and, interesting how, and, you know, raising a boy, my boy is six. Mm-hmm. You know, there are times my daughter will even tell me, she's 20 years old, and she's like, Mom, he's going to be like a little, like, crybaby if you don't toughen him up. And sometimes I'm I'm like, you're right. Like, I can't let him be a little crybaby. Like, she's right. You know, like, mm-hmm. you skinned your knee, like, freaking tough it up. Like, you're tough. Like, what are you doing? And yeah. I do realize I'm playing into the stereotype of that. But I do also believe that you're entitled to your feelings. And I am, as you, as we all know, I've been in relationships with men who don't, can't identify sad from mad, from glad, from, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Disappointed. Uh-huh. Like, you could be a million different. Just, uh, right. Just, just angry. Just angry and violent and mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm trying to decipher between acknowledging that you have feelings, but you're not a fucking crybaby, mm-hmm. but you're also like acknowledging how you feel. Well, okay. So, and, and there's, there's a couple things there. So on the one hand, you, I think you want to instill, uh, the idea that he, that he can be vulnerable. And I'm just going to say some of these ideas I'm stealing from Brene Brown, I know she's your um, idol. I'm, well, I'm is not, she your idol? I'm not going to say all Come that. Come on, but, is she your idol? But I, um, <laughs> I, I'm being vulnerable here. I know, be vulnerable. Just, is she so, your idol? I'm not going to say that, mm. but 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 I've gotten a lot out of her, like her out of her books and 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 videos. And one of the things is you don't just walk around being vulnerable with everybody. So you don't walk around just saying, "Oh, I'm sad" and and crying in front of right. everybody. One of the things that she says that I like is that you can be vulnerable with the people that have earned the right to be mm-hmm. to, to see you in that vulnerable place. Okay. So you're not gonna you're not gonna go to your next door neighbor and say, I'm sad. You know, I need to right. but, I need to vent. Right. And so you 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 share those things with people who you've spent time with and they've proven themselves to be worthy okay. of hearing those things that that you you want to be vulnerable about. All right. Well, I'm going to say this. It's easier. I'm going to say it out loud. Okay. Say it out loud. Are you ready? Versus what? Just it's in your mind? It's easier for me to, right, than in my heart. Okay. 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 I'm going right. to be 
I'm going to be vulnerable. Right okay, now. I'm sorry. I, I It's easy for me to be vulnerable with a stranger than it is for somebody that I'm close with. Whoa. <laughs> I said it. Boom. Okay. I said it. It's easier. Because I don't know you. So I could easily, like, what is this freaking, like, psychoanalyzed constants week? That, isn't that the subtitle of the show? I don't know. I think it might Talk, be. Uh, too fit to be tied. Psychoanalyzed constants. No. She's fucked up. Um, no. No, so, I, I think, I mean, I think we're both easier. talking about ourselves and our own personal experiences here. But, I mean, that's that's something interesting to to look at, to to say why somebody that you don't know. Oh, I'll pour you, my heart out to you. If I don't know you, I will pour my heart out. I, I may never see you again. That's okay. Like you meet me on an airplane, shit, you'll meet, I'm your, you're you're, you're the most vulnerable everything. Constance you'll ever meet. But okay. no one else who really knows me gets to see that. So, so, uh, okay. So, but I've tried, a, I'm trying to change my ways. Scale of one to zero. What do you say? Zero, zero to, ten, to ten. Where would you say you are in terms of strangers? No, just what? Just where people in term, I know. Where, where, where are we at? In terms of being vulnerable, like uh, in general. In general, yeah. You asked me like before when I was married I on a scale but, of zero to okay, zero to ten. A, okay, fine. I got different scales. Stranger okay. on an airplane, fucking ten. Okay. okay. People, people that know you. People that know me, probably a four. People okay. I'm married to, maybe a two. Wow. I know it's so sad. So would you consider yourself to be vulnerable? <laughs> um, I'm working on it. I really am working on it. I'm working on opening up and being like, you know what? Here's my new philosophy. Okay? okay. Once getting divorced, once you get divorced, you never want to be the same person you were. You never want to be with the same person you were with. And my whole thing is I have to be able to tell people how I feel. Mm-hmm. And in the past when I was married, it was very like, well, F you. Like, you don't like that? Too bad. Like, I was very, like, closed off and, like, this is me. And you either take me or leave me and fuck you. And now I'm like, you know what? Okay, okay. You don't like something about me. You're not happy with what I did. I, Wait, when you say fuck you, is that you saying that in response saying, to... fuck you. In response like, to, like, someone else saying they don't like yes, something. Okay, They don't it. like okay. something. They're not happy with something. They didn't just did they disagree with something. It was like, mm-hmm. fuck you. Take me or leave me. Like... Mm-hmm. You married me. Fuck it. This is what you get. I actually heard so of that before. That <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I actually heard that before. Oh, you married me. Oh, my God. This is so... Maybe I'm the narcissist. Yeah, you might be. Am I a narcissist? You, I think... I think, Jerome, I, think to, in a, I think in a few more what episodes... If, what we, if in a few more episodes we determine I'm the narcissist? That'd be well, fucked up. That would be bad. And I would, I would have to do the show by myself. <laughs> or this would be a narcissist-friendly show. Oh, we'd have to switch it. But then oh, we could who do... would edit the content? Yeah, because I'd be out at that point. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, all right, all oh, right, but well, okay, but we got right, off track. Anyways. Okay, go go ahead. We you... could have two different shows. We could split off. Yeah. I'll find a narcissist co-host. I know a lot of them. Yeah. You can find like a, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, mean, I, I mean, my my show would be good. I'd be concerned about your show. <laughs> 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 My show would be fine. It would just be not edited and we would okay. just like say F it, you know? Rambling Whatever. free form. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyways. Okay. So I, I would I would say that I would say that you're you're not really vulnerable then. I mean No, the, then, whoa, whoa. This was before. This is the before me when I would say fuck you. 
Okay. This is me. Take me or leave me. Okay, so how are you today, okay, today with people that know you on a scale of zero today, to ten? Today, I'm like very all about my feelings and I want to talk about them and I'm like, okay. Jerome, you know, I want to say I didn't like, like I had a, okay, here's an example. I had an, I had you're gonna an argument. you tell me something you don't like about me? No. Okay. All right. You're cool. You're cool. Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you. My sister, I wrote out a whole thing I didn't like about her. I was like, I didn't like that she did this. Mm-hmm. There's the here's the reason I didn't like it. Here's how it made me feel, and okay. here's how I'd like it to change. I mean, I wow. mean, I'm talking a full page paper, and before I confronted my own sister, who I would normally be like, "Listen, you were being a bitch, and I didn't like it, and change yourself. This sucks." And then she'd be like, "Okay." I decided to approach her in a different way. I'm like, "I'm going to tell her how I, my feelings," mm-hmm. and I said, "I don't like this. This is how it made me feel. Here's how I'd like to see it different, and this is why." And it was like such a productive conversation. I think sometimes, so that was me being vulnerable. Also me being vulnerable is listening to you say, I don't like this thing about you. Mm -hmm. And without attacking, just listening and saying, okay, he feels X, Y, and Z when I do X, Y, and Z. And I need to try to change that. Before I would take that as an attack. And now I am understanding it as a just a behavior it's just a behavior that somebody Mm -hmm. else doesn't like and i think that's being vulnerable and telling people how you feel not just saying you know what i didn't like this or this was bullshit or this was you're being an asshole saying i did not like or appreciate that you said or did x y and z Mm -hmm. and i think being able to say those words makes you vulnerable right because you're explaining how you feel that made me yeah. feel this way. Well, and and yeah, that and I think um, again, stealing from Brene Brown here, it a lot of times it's around shame. Yep. So you know, sharing those, you know, sharing your story with people that uh, about things that you feel as as shame. Shame, you know, being you know something that makes you feel like you're not good enough. Right. And in a lot of cases. I think what we do is we keep those things to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so rather than, uh, and, and this is why, this is why our, our group is good because we, we talk about a lot of these things. Most people will, instead of sharing their story, they keep it to themselves. Mm-hmm. And so that keeps you, that keeps you stuck in that, in that place right. where you say, well, oh, I don't want people to know that everything's not okay. I don't want people to know that this person is mistreating me, or I don't want people to know that I've quote unquote failed in, in my job. And so I'm gonna keep it to myself. The thing is, and what we've talked about before is when you share that story, it sort of come some it sort of takes the takes the steam out of it. Right. And allows you to get to a different place. And if you just hold on to it, then you say you stay stuck in this place that kind of keeps you from, I think, really experiencing life. Right. It's sort of, I, I sort of think of it as, as it sort of squashes you. It squashes your ability to experience things. So I'm, I'm not vulnerable. You can't hurt me. You know, so you can't take me down to zero, but I'm so closed off yes. that I can never get to 10. Yep. You know, so I can't, you can't take me down to the point where I experience, you know, extreme sorrow, but I also can't experience extreme Correct. joy. Highs. Yes. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> 
you know, I was married twice. And I feel like in the two marriages that I had, I never felt that way. I never felt so sad. I never mourned the loss of my marriage because I never gave enough to the marriage to feel that much sorrow. To allow yourself to be hurt. Correct. And I've had relationships post-marriage that I've done that. I've given, I've allowed myself to be vulnerable. And I did it for me because I knew I wasn't really living. Mm -hmm. I knew if I don't give, I knew there was a consequence. I knew that I would be hurt. And once I finally gave, it was the most amazing, amazing feeling. But being hurt after the fact was probably the hardest thing I've ever been through. Harder than the freaking marriages I've been in, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say, here's the one thing I will say. I'm going to give you an example. I met, I went out with a, on a date. Somebody set me up with a guy. She said, he's great. He's amazing. He's just, he loves to the point of like freaking just craziness. You need to go out with him. I was like, that's okay. That sounds what I'm looking, like what I'm Mm -hmm. looking for. So I meet this guy. (laughs) He was. <laughs> okay. He's totally. Okay. Yes. All right. Oh Just God. like you like him. Just right? like I like him. Okay. okay. So I meet him, right? And I go out. We go out a couple times. And he says to me, relationships are so stupid. And I was like, huh, why? And now he's like a probably, I don't know. How old am I? How old 39. Am I? 39. He's probably like, he was like super old. He was like 48. I know that's younger than you. <laughs> okay. But like to me, it was like so old. He, uh. And he's like. Uh, he was so jaded. And he's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I like he was cheated on, or he was, I don't, I don't even know like, what the okay. story was. But the point is he was jaded. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you're, what are you looking for? And I said, I'm looking. Did he say it like that? Yeah. He's like, what are you looking for? And I said, I am looking for a man who is so emotionally intelligent and mm-hmm. can just lay it all out there and know that. Whatever he lays out there, like, this could be his demise. This could be his, like, he can totally get hurt. And I want to be able to do the same. I want to be able to lay it all out there and know, like, I'm laying it all out here, but there's a chance that I might get drastically hurt. And I'm looking for somebody so emotionally intelligent that it's, like, surpasses anything most people have ever dreamed of. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for something. You know how you have friends that, like, you go out to a bar and they're like, my wife, she sucks, blah, blah, blah. I need a break. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the complete opposite. Yeah. Where the person that I'm with is like, I can't wait to get home to my whatever. Yeah, X, y, and significant Z. other. Significant other. Like, I miss her. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the complete opposite of what most people have. And he says to me, oh, so you're looking for a fucking unicorn. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know. Is that a term? Like what? And he's like, oh. a unicorn. You're never going to find it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, that's such a okay. jaded point of view. Yeah. Like maybe it's because I've been so not vulnerable for so many years that mm-hmm. now all of a sudden I'm opening myself up and looking for, I'm not jaded. I was jaded and mm-hmm. now I'm not. And I'm like, okay, like universe, here I am. Send me the sign. You know, I'm ready mm-hmm. for the. Thing. Unicorn. I'm ready for that unicorn. And he's like, you're, he like laughed at me and it's like, you're so naive. Like you think you're going to find this. You'll never find that. Wow. 
And I'm like, why am I even going on a date with you? Like, well, this I, seems I was so gonna ask silly. you how, how long how long did this date continue? We went on a kind of two dates, and I was like, all right, like <laughs> yeah. this seems Wait, so, so that, dumb. So this this conversation was the first date. It was like the first or second. I don't remember. Okay. And then we went on another date, and I was like, this is dumb. Like, what am I doing with this guy? Okay, this he's not a unicorn. He's is, got no horn. He doesn't even believe in unicorns. Like, what the hell am I doing? I think he was very jaded. I think when we talk <clears throat> about vulnerability, he was vulnerable maybe in his 20s and 30s, mm-hmm. and he has become very jaded. I was very jaded in my 20s and th- 30s, and now I'm starting to get into the vulnerability stage. I think I'm the opposite. You know, I got married so young yeah. that I just took a different path. And I think that, mm-hmm. you know, what? I you seem to have been the non-vulnerable type. What made you change, and how do you think you're different? And how do you think you're going to find somebody, if ever, that is on the same page as you? Why Why did I change? Okay, so in, in getting divorced, I am not the kind of person that would just say that, oh, it's the other person's fault. Okay. I, it, takes two to, it takes two to dance. And mm-hmm. so... Tango. Actually. It takes two to tango? Tango. I just dance. Tango. You could dance by yourself. You are, you, you're correct. <laughs> I was... I was Okay. You're, you're right. I'm just okay. saying. It's true okay. saying. Okay. okay. You. All right. Go ahead. Um, all right. So it takes two to tango. So I've got some role that I played in, in, this, in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And I had to figure out what it was. I wanted to figure out what it was about me that I need to change. Not just saying, oh, the other person is the problem. I have to figure out what it is about me. Okay. And and I looked at a um, just a, a bunch of stuff, read a bunch of books, you know, looked at why I think I am, you know, the way I am, not not vulnerable, always trying to please, have things look like they are okay, okay, and have things be a success. And so, and then I started to look at things, you know, more and more deeply, and then ran across Brene Brown, the the power of vulnerability. Love that. You you love it? Yeah, I love that. Okay, all right. It, it's it's awesome. I mean, I highly recommend it. And so it was one of the things that I felt like I needed to work on because there was always this thing I felt like, okay, I'm not quite there. I'm not quite there. I need to work on something. So I find this audio book, The Power of Vulnerability, mm-hmm. and that's where I got a lot of the ideas from that that you know that we talk about the the idea of of being able to share with people and being able to share with someone who has earned the right to hear your story. And okay, is this the one where she says, "In my head, I keep." She's in like a I don't know ocean or lake or something, and she somehow is with her husband, and she's like, "In my head, it's like." I'm telling myself that you are doing X, Y, and Z. Is it, does this sound familiar? I think that was a TED Talk. Okay, that might have been a TED Talk. Fine, whatever. Um, she, she may have had the same story, okay. but I think I heard that, that particular one Whatever in a that TED particular talk. message was, was so poignant to me. Mm-hmm. I felt like, oh my God, that's a great way to put it. In my head, I am hearing you say X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a great way to things to to be vulnerable instead of pushing it on the other person and saying you're making me feel like x y and z 
No, in my head, I'm telling myself the story that uh, you're saying X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know? No, no, that is. I, I remember. I, I loved that. That was such a great, great line. And I think I think she's amazing. I think she has great lines. I think she talks um, very candidly and openly about vulnerability. And I think that's a subject that most people don't understand. Um, and you have to feel it. You have to want it. You have to, you can't just go in and be like, I want to be vulnerable. Because someone you, told me to be vulnerable. Oh, you, you can't. I think you have to, I think you have, you have to, to work it. on it. You have to want it. You have to work on it. And then I think the people that you're vulnerable with, you can't just be open and just say whatever. That, that, that person has to earn the right. Now, you talked about the people on the airplane. Yeah. Now you you're never going to see that person again, so you don't care if they don't earn the right. Shit. But right. you know, but your your friends and in in relationships, you know, if I I'm I'm sort of you you know I'm sort of a private person, mm-hmm. and I'm not. It just only gonna... took me 25 years to understand <laughs> anything about Jerome, anything. But but you're you're getting there, right? I'm getting there. You're getting there. You know, you you realize that you you know, like we're talking about your son. He can't. It's not. Probably won't be good for him. And just goes. I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad. But he'll have people that he can go right. to that have earned the right to hear about Why his vulnerability. Right. And and you you don't you don't need everybody to know. You don't need everybody to see your vulnerability. Right. I think it's it's people certain select certain select You're people. Right. You know. So I can I ran across this audiobook, The Power of Vulnerability, mm-hmm. and then you know we had been talking about similar stuff before. And do you remember I called you? That Sunday. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay. I didn't remember. Okay. I, I was. I know. I was probably kind of a lot. So I. You were ready. You were on. I was. Okay. And but, so I was almost in. I mean, I was kind of in in tears. I read this. I read this passage yeah. about how you can close yourself down, and and that I mentioned earlier, where you close yourself down to the point where you can't get hurt, but you can't experience the level of joy that you're capable yeah. of experiencing. If you open yourself up, yep. you know, and then we had been talking about this it's stuff so true. and I didn't know anybody else to call that I trusted enough <gasps> to, to oh, tell this, to you. tell this, except me, except you, oh. because, and I almost went back and said, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I can't, I'm just going to sit on this, you know? Wow. And then I'm like, I That's can't, amazing. you know, Thank you for calling me. I'm like, I can't, if I'm, if I'm really going to try to yeah. be better, you got to open up. To I got to, I got to open up to somebody. 100%. You know? Hundred percent. So okay, so let's talk about ways to be vulnerable, because I think that's like we could talk about vulnerability till the friggin' cows come home. But mm-hmm. how can you be vulnerable? What are ways that you've been vulnerable? Because that's calling me and telling me about your Brene Brown experience. That that was a big one. I, think. I know it was okay. a good one. I'm just saying, like you already mentioned it. I'm not downplaying well, it. Well, I think for me, it's. I think there's probably certain levels having that mindset where for men, especially there's this idea or this shame where you feel like you're, you're not good enough. And for men, it, it almost always centers, centers around not being weak. And for me, I would never tell anybody anything that made it sound like I did not have full control of a situation or I did not know exactly what I was doing or that I had failed at a certain task or, or, or what have you. Okay. And so now it's to the point where I go, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, 
share those things with people and it makes you feel better. But then it also sometimes helps that other person to go, you know what? It's not, it's not so bad. I mean, just like we talk about right. these stories and we go, when you, we talk about these stories and we realize that we all have similar stories, you go, oh, I'm not the only one. Right. And therefore, it's not so bad. Okay. Uh, did that answer your question? Yeah, it totally answered okay. your question. Okay, so how about you? So what what are ways that you've been vulnerable? Not people on airplanes. I mean, people that you... Real people? Real people. Okay, so I think that a lot of times when somebody tells me that they feel a certain way because of my actions or my... say my Listen, I'm getting a text message right now from a friend, okay? We we could use this as an example. Don't, She's a don't friend. Say her, don't it's say a girl. Her. No, I'm not going to say her name. Okay. So you can tell yeah, me later. God. I'll tell you later. Okay. You'll see it right here when I... When I Wait, where where did it go? Okay. She says, I'm mad at you. Can't help it. And I want to say, fucking grow up. You're a fucking woman. What are you mad about? Now, what she what is she mad about? Let's see. I'm going to look in the past. I have no idea. I have no idea what the hell she could be mad about. I haven't given her enough attention. I haven't given her. But you know what? I'm a grown woman. And in the past, I would be like, fuck you. Friends don't say shit like that mm-hmm. but you know what she's in she's needy and she needs me and okay. i'm apparently not there today for okay. whatever reason i'm busy i just don't have the capacity i've been working i've been dealing with my own personal shit who knows what the reason is i have kids maybe i've been busy with them i don't know i don't know why she's mad at me we'll find out in a second people okay. but we'll, we'll i'm trying to be vulnerable back. even with my own girlfriends because it's like okay you're upset and I have to realize that I can't just be on the defense I have to understand what the reason is what did I do to make you upset and this is why I believe that people can change I've changed I used to be like F you you're mad at me F you that's your own problem and I'd go days without talking Mm -hmm. and I don't want to do that because I don't I don't like that feeling I don't like that um, energy. I just want to be like, hey, listen, I'm sorry that you felt that way. I didn't intend for that, but I acknowledge that you have felt that way. You know, I have two kids. One's 20, one is six. And I remember once going into both of their rooms and my six-year-old was mad at my 20-year-old and my 20-year-old was mad at my six-year-old, which sounds ridiculous. And I'm like, what happened? And my six-year-old said the 20-year-old pushed him and the 20-year-old was like, well, he was getting in my way and he was trying to look at my computer And I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you hurt his feelings. You hurt the six-year-old's feelings by pushing him. So I told my son, you know, tell her how you feel. And he said, you pushed me. It hurt my feelings. And I looked at her and I said, what do you say? And she's like, well, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to hurt his feelings. I'm like, yeah, but you pushed him and it translated into hurting his feelings. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And I told him, you say Okay, thank you. And he did. And it was like, I watched that transaction and I was like, whoa, that was simple. Amazing. And very different from and what different it sounds from like what from what you. I would have experienced. Yeah. I would have experienced a whole bunch of like, you're a horrible human and go fuck yourself. And you should like, you should have never been born. And your mother was right. You are a whore. And like all these crazy, wow. sh- this crazy shit. Uh-huh. And to watch the exchange between these two was like, eye-opening for me. And I'm like, that is what vulnerability is. Saying how you feel. Saying, 
I didn't like this. It hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. I didn't like this because you made me feel less than. I didn't like this because you made me feel like the tape in my head just keeps being reiterated or keeps playing, you know, whatever. And I didn't like that. And the person may not have meant to be to to intend that. You know, they their intention may have been totally different, but they made you feel a certain way. And your responsibility in in vulnerability is to say, I'm sorry I didn't mean to make you feel that way. Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't make mean to make you feel, Jerome, that you were less than. I accept your apology. <laughs> Well, and then you no. make up and everything's great and lovely and amazing. Right. Why well, do you have to why do you have to just like fight? I mean you don't put these continually continually put these weights in a bag right. that are gonna that are gonna weigh you down over time. I mean, and that's great that you are teaching your son that because nobody told me this expressly said to me, you can't cry. Right. You, or you shouldn't cry. But I remember crying one time and, and then not getting, oh, I'm, you know, that's sad. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I feel bad that you're crying and express yourself. And I remember explicitly as probably four years old saying, nobody's ever going to see me cry again. Yeah. Now, I'm not talking about funerals, but I'm talking about right, my, right, feelings right, are, right, my feelings right. are hurt. And for a lot of men, sets us up to a place where we get put in that box where you can only experience emotions in a certain range because to go lower, you, you protect yourself so you can't go lower, but then you also can't go higher. Right. So you stay in this sort of mid-range of, right. of emotions that you can experience. You know, I'm going to tell you, I had very old school parents. So when I, I remember a lot of my childhood sitting in my room just crying and crying and crying for whatever reason. And my parents would not come in and explain to me that I did something wrong or they did something wrong or someone did something wrong and it was okay to feel the way I felt. They left me in there to cry all night long. Like they left me in there and no one ever came in and even in the morning to discuss. It was like, cry it out, sweep mm -hmm. it under the rug and we're wow. done. And I believe, you know, when I hear my son cry or my daughter when she was young cry, I would let them cry and mm -hmm. then I would always go in and we would solve the problem. You know, like that was a big thing for me because I, I never felt like there was a definitive, I always felt bad for being the one to cry. I felt like it was like my punishment. Yeah. And it's like, it's okay to have feelings. It's okay yeah. to cry. It's okay to have hurt feelings. Like, but you get over it, you know? Yeah. And we all move on and we all just, we have our feelings. It's okay to be in the comfort of your own room and cry and feel the way you feel. It's okay. And I think that's what vulnerability is all about. It is okay to feel how you feel, even if it seems ridiculous, even if it seems insane, even if it feels like it seems selfish. So how did that affect you to be a child and to be in your room and cry all night and not have anyone come to... All I wanted was somebody to come and hug me. It's all I wanted in my whole life was just for somebody to come into my room and hug me. It is the only thing I could tell you that I wish I would have had as a kid. And to this day, when somebody hugs me like they mean it, it's like a something I can't describe. It's like a feeling that I've always wished I've had. And wow. I, I allow myself to feel that. I think mm -hmm. not being vulnerable 
which I've been so many times, and maybe this is the part that I had in my own marriage, was not letting go and being vulnerable. I've always been on the defense until now. And now I'm like, I'm going to allow myself to feel because I never want to die and leave this earth feeling like I never lived or yeah. I never experienced. Wow, and that is, I think, in my opinion, what vulnerability is. You should be able to lay on your deathbed and say, I experienced it all. I did it all. I felt it all. Mm-hmm. And Open I myself up to. I've opened myself up. I've gotten hurt. I know what heartbreak is. I know what love is. I know what feeling is. Mm-hmm. And I've done it all. And it's okay to let go. Wow. So, okay. We probably should cut this off pretty soon. But I was going to ask you something. Um, That's vulnerability. So, so how how then do you square? So you you had your your you laid in your in your room and you mm-hmm. cried all night. No no one ever came yeah. to see you see about you. And you're living with your parents at the time, and mm-hmm. you well, you get to the point where the the people that are supposed to come to see about you or not. Right. And as a result, you, you learn to intrinsically just deal. But you as learn. a result, you you can tell people who are not connected to you mm-hmm. your deepest, darkest things. Right. But the people that are close to you, nope, you, don't you go, shit. I can't tell you because mm-hmm. that is what I've learned is not. Right. Safe. Uh, the, it's not what? Safe. Not safe, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so the people that, you know, you're not going to see again, you can tell them because they're going to go, oh, this, you know, this chick I met on an airplane, yeah. this woman I met on an airplane told me all this stuff. But then now, you know, I'm never going to see her yeah. again. It was interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm sure your you stories are- You get off your chest. Yeah. You tell people your story and they're like, wow. And they're that's like, it. They're like, They'll wait. never hurt you with it. Like way to overshare. But yeah. th- but that's the thing I think is that in what you read the definition of vulnerability, it's a, it's the ability to be hurt, and I think, and not know, just hurt, but the what they hear isn't used against you as ammunition, right? And, and so I think that it, it's trust. Vulnerability has something to do with trust because we've all you and I have both been through situations where we have trusted somebody and said to them. This is how I was treated. This is how I how I was felt. This is how I do feel. And they have used that against as, you. Against you. Yeah. And and so I, I think in terms of the, you know, you talk about the unicorn. Like I hold out hope that there is a unicorn out there. And I think that in terms of, you know, we talk about changing the radio station, that is that is my quest to get that knob unstuck to change Mm -hmm. a radio station so that I can have that. But I think it's, you know, I think it's out there and I, I would never, I mean, I think if you think it's not out there, you should just fucking give up and die. Right. Right. Let's fucking find that unicorn drum. Yeah. You in or you out? I'm in. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Let's find the unicorn. All right. Um, where, where do we start? (laughs) I've been trying to tell Jerome for Freaking months to get on a dating site and he won't do it. And I think this should be the next topic. Okay, it it could be the next topic. We should talk about 
Should I? Okay. Well, we'll save it for the next. Okay, but we should talk about the next topic. Let's let's tell the let's tell the listeners. What are we gonna talk about? What do we say? Physical health. <laughs> no, that's boring. Nobody cares about that. Shit. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that's that's our you know that's our jobs right. We're gonna talk about we just talked about vulnerability. If we're gonna open yourself up, we should talk about dating. Okay. Okay. All let's right. talk about dating because I have a side. Did you know I have a side hustle? I recently heard about your side hustle. I have a side hustle where I kind of catfish men. I mean, I wouldn't really call it catfishing. I pose as a friend or a client. Okay, so just to be clear. And I just, just, get just them wait, dates. just just to be clear, she's not catfishing men for me. No, not for Jerome. But I'll catfish okay. women. You want me to catfish women? Give me let's give me your info. I, you know, I'll okay, well, I so here's the deal. I, I'm personable and I'm good at finding good people not for myself but for others okay I was gonna say with your track record I don't (laughs) know listen my track record might suck but from what I've heard testimonials have said that I'm really good at what I do and I can hold the conversation and I can get dates for you I can get dates for you I don't know how they're gonna go I don't know what you're gonna do after them but I think we should okay we should test this out and then come back and tell the viewers how it went. I'm, I'm not quite on board with this, but I will right, consider. Gonna... So you're going to get dates for me. There, there'll be narcissists then, right? No, 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 no. Douchebag no. saleswomen. No, no, no. That's just what I like. I'll get you some good women. Good women. Douchebag saleswomen. No, women. it's just what I get. Okay. I like the douchebags. I'm not going to get okay. douchebags. Douchebag. That's an awesome word. <laughs> I never get to use douchebag. That's well, another right. one. So, there are women that are douchebags. Oh, I, I think. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'll allow you to say that. Okay, all right, I'll say that. I'll get in trouble right, if I so probably. We're gonna work on Jerome and his dating profile. I mean, I got, I got a lot of people lined up, so get in line. Okay. Because I'm pretty good at what I'm doing. Oh, you got a lot of people lined up that are that you're performing this service for. Oh yeah. Okay. All get right. in line. You're like third right now. Wow. Yeah. Do you make any money from this? Not quite yet, but it's okay. gonna. You know, it's, it's gonna. gonna be? It's gonna. It's gonna be a hundred bucks a week, which I think is pretty reasonable. Wow, you get you know a number of people. And you know how much the... work I'm doing. I, I, I don't know. Funny I... and cute and like ha ha ha, and you don't have to do any of that. Wow, I'm the one doing all that. All you have to do is show up to the date and just try to be like me. Oh, so you're not going to try to be like me? Oh, you're saying basically what you're saying is I'm not good enough. So you're going to be different. <laughs> no, I'll try to hone in on your personality, but okay. like you also have to read my messages. You have to study my work and try to emulate that. Okay. All right. Okay. You know, I'm going to... All right. We're going to... This is going to be... So I'm I'm what place in line? You're third. Okay. So I'm, I'm maybe I'll move myself back in line a couple places and see how these sure, earlier... Jerome's not quite right. He needs to be a little more vulnerable <laughs> until we get to that level. Once Jerome hits his vulnerability threshold, we can start online dating, which will I, be the I next am, I am vulnerable. I called, I called you, remember? I know that was so vulnerable of you. See? It's true. All right, we're getting there. I'm getting there. All right, that's going to be the next topic. All right. Jerome and his, it can't just be about me and my bullshit. Let's talk about you and your bullshit. Okay. Let's set you up on a date and see like what happens. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Well, we're getting, we're getting heavy here. All right. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, saying yes to that. Okay. He's going to say yes. So let's sign off. In the next segment, we're going to talk to Jerome about Because of this abusive relationship we have, I'm going to say yes. Listen, 
We'll work on it, all right? All right, we'll work on it. All, all right, douchebag saleswomen. <laughs> all right, so. All right, I'm Constance. I'm Jerome. This has been another uh, interesting Ep- episode. Podcast. Okay, and we'll see. You. We'll see you next. <laughs>